Hi, and welcome to the Mandan Bridges podcast, the podcast where different generations discuss topics from their perspective. I'm your host, Carla, your resident millennial, and along with me today is my co-host. Dean, and I am your resident baby boomer. There's this trending game that I thought would be fun to play, and it's called One of Them Gotta Go. So there's four options. There's Kit Kat, Snickers, Hershey's, and Twix. Which one would you eliminate and never have again? And why? Twix. I am not a fan of Twix. So it can go. Funny enough, that's the one that I would pick too. But, you know, this one has been a little controversial. Some people are saying Kit Kat because it's more of like a wafer than an actual chocolate. Some were saying um, Snickers, which I think is just blasphemous. Oh, no. oh Snickers day. <laughs> Snickers day. Exactly. Yeah, Snickers actually is one of my favorite because I was thinking about it and I tend to, whenever I do get chocolate, Snickers is what I usually tend to gravitate to, even though I don't necessarily like the peanut crunch. But I guess I do because, again, I keep reaching for that one when there's other options without peanuts. Twix would have to go for me. And Snickers is my favorite too. I love the crunch. That's one of the main reasons that I like the Snickers, all that yummy, yummy nuts. The crunch satisfying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a comedian went viral after reading her list of goals that she created last December for the year of 2020. Have you seen or heard about this? No, I haven't heard about that. Most of the things that she had on the list was probably something that we would have on our list as well if we were creating a or yearly goal. So I think that's probably one of the things why she went viral. Most people could identify and relate to her list. Goal number one, make more money. So she said that, um, well, that's definitely not happening because she's been unemployed since March because of the pandemic. <laughs> that's something a lot of people can identify with. Her second one is travel more. Well, we're there's a lot of <laughs> travel bans internationally and a lot of places that are locked down. Highly unlikely that you'd be traveling more <laughs> during this time. Right. Not this year. We won't be traveling more. Nobody travels more this year for sure. Yeah. Okay. Her next one is lose weight, which I think most people will have that on their list. Um, but, you know, when again, quarantined we're all stuck at home so we're less active and a lot more people are you know baking and gaining weight as well yeah <laughs> and be more social so she was dying with laughing throughout the whole thing she said be more social um yeah we all have to do everything virtually now so again it's kind of hard to be more social right well you can still be social on zoom or on skype or whatever you can still know your home you can reach out to more people Okay, <laughs> the different kind of social. <laughs> right. I was, I was going to say it's not the same. And she probably means like in going out more with friends and family. I'm, I'm assuming that's what she meant when she said be more social. And um, her last one, she wrote cry less. And she's saying, you know, I've cried every single day for the whole pandemic. <laughs> this year, you have a lot more cause to cry. But still, if you cry so often, that's not healthy 
but I guess you know a lot of people cry that's how they deal with stuff and you know that's more it's healing as well you cry you get it out of your system and then you move on so whatever works during this pandemic hey go for it if it helps you cry every day what is something you'd say you've learned this year well this year for one thing I've learned is that we're more resilient and more adaptable than we think we are. Uh, when we are forced to adapt, most of us adapt really well. So, yeah, that's one thing I learned that, you know, people are more flexible than they give themselves credit for. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to put people first, especially during a pandemic and put everything else on the back burner. If you put the importance of people and their health first as a priority and you just leave all the BS out of it, right. you know, everybody would be so much better for it. When people do good things that works, the rest of the world should adopt or at least model what the successful things that have been done by other places and, you know, adopt it at home so that everybody can do better in the whole world. and out and over this pandemic in no time if we all adopt the models at work, regardless of who or where they're coming from. What I've learned this year is the importance of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have, yes. <laughs> that, you know, in a crisis, the entire world <laughs> go crazy over toilet paper. <laughs> well, you know, you don't think of the importance of these things <laughs> oh. I learned that each person's priority is vastly different because just looking at the videos that went viral, you had some people that, I mean, they had cases and cases of toilet paper. This one gentleman had cases and cases and cases of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, condoms. Wow. <laughs> Then this one gentleman, he had like, seems like he bought it, all the soda in the entire store. <laughs> Just think about all the sugar high from all that sugar. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. I know that it's a pandemic. It's scary and everything. And we've been to the first wave. We're now coming to the second wave and toilet paper is already out already. So we're experiencing the same thing. I wish that people would, yes, you don't want to go to the store as often. But I wish you would consider that your neighbor, just not just think about yourself, but your neighbors as well. We'll need toilet paper as well, mm -hmm. right? So just get what you need. And you know what? You don't even have to go into the store to replenish that toilet paper. You can order it online and have them send it to your house. That way, if you're scared about going more in person to shopping and getting the virus then well shop online or even you know you do have some um stores you can shop online and they'll deliver your groceries to you some have a trial period where they'll deliver it for free right. so you won't have to worry about that but if you don't want to do the trial basis you can order it online and then pick it up at the store so you don't have to go in the store so you're only coming in contact with one person who's a worker at a store is contactless in most places. So all they'll do is you open your trunk, they'll pack your trunk, and they don't even ask you to, well, the ones that I've used, they don't even ask you to sign anything anymore because it's all contactless right now. Yeah. 
So you're not touching stuff that they have that other people are potentially touching and signing or anything like that. Most places are doing that. So, you know, there's just so much option now. We may not understand the virus, but we already been through this already. So I could kind of understand at the beginning of the year when this is all new. We've never been to a pandemic before, but we've we've been living through it over six months or so. Is it only six months? <laughs> A little bit longer, depending on where you live. Yeah, I know your sentiment, though. It seems like years, but um, it's just kinder. If people are just kinder, you know that. I think that's the word of the day. Yeah, would just be more a little bit more kinder and considerate. Neighbor. Yeah, it would all be so much better for it. Yeah, I have to agree with that because you know when everybody has. Even if you don't have the abundance that you're accustomed to, but you have enough. And then get some of what you didn't take. So everybody has something. Because it's just weird that it's toilet paper is the (laughs) one that (laughs) disappears first. (laughs) I think a psychiatrist is saying something about it's the one thing that they know they can control. So I guess they're saying no matter how bad things is, you know, you still have toilet paper. So you still have that like um, civilized (laughs) thing that you still hold on to. You haven't lost it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I've learned is that the stores that thrive during these times are the ones that were able to quickly adapt to the current situation. So you have restaurants. may not have been able to open their dining area but what they quickly did was do a pickup so you could order online so no they're not fast food restaurants but they adopt to a similar model where you order online and you went you could go and pick up your food they were still able to open and still do business and make money and you also have a lot of um other companies to say okay well there's not enough mask or there's not enough um face shield or ppe overall so they started creating their own and making money that way. Right. Because maybe what they were producing before, because of the pandemic, they're now may not have been considered an essential workplace, or maybe they were shut down. So instead of letting that stop, then they reinnovate themselves really fast. Okay, so we can't produce what we normally produce right now. Then what can we do to help with what's going on and also make money and also keep our workers right. working? Yeah. The breweries I know, they start making beer and they start making hand sanitizers with their alcohol so that they can remain doing business so they didn't have to lay off as many staff as most other workplaces had to. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had started um, like um, doing delivery too. So, you know, we'll do errands for you. Like your grocery, they'll pick it up and they have the contact list where you could just tell them where to drop it off, either in front of your garage or at the back of the house or in front of your porch. Yeah, a lot of people were being innovative and um, that really worked out for them. So that's good. That's a good thing for both their business and, of course, the employees as well get to be able to have an right. income. Good. So invention is the... Necessity is the mother of all inventions. Is there anything that you would do differently next year? Uh, For one thing, I'm trying to be prepared, uh, make sure I have enough supplies, always have enough supplies on hand, just in case something else like this comes around, God forbid. I hope it doesn't, but that's one thing that I'd be doing differently. 
be a little bit more prepared and also be kinder to to everybody. You know, after everybody's been through such a rough year, we all need some extra kindness and some extra consideration. I think for me next year, well, if we're able to next year, depending on how everything goes, but, um, you know, the saying not to put off what you can do today until tomorrow. So if I have a trip that I'm planning, I'm not going to put off, say, oh, I can do that later. I'm definitely going to do it right yeah. away. <laughs> I mean, the odds of another pandemic happening is, I'm sure, is very low. But, you know, it just makes you realize how important it is sometimes to live in the moment and not just put everything off. So maybe reevaluate the things that um, you normally do and put aside. And you should have a plan to get this done sooner rather than later because you just never know what will happen. That is true. Do what you can while you can do it and not putting things off. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who you say, oh, I can visit my family member another time or next year you keep putting it off. When you can safely do so, you know, that's the time to go ahead and just, you know, visit and spend time with your loved ones rather than put it off. Because I remember um, a radio DJ was talking on the radio and he's like he was supposed to go visit his parents before this all started. And he got a little busy and like, oh, I can see them at any time. And he kept putting it off. Well, now this whole year he hasn't been able to see them and he's never gone so long without seeing his parents. And, you know, they're elderly, too. He even said, okay, we'd fly out. We'd stay at a hotel rather than stay at a house just to see you in person. His parents were like, nope, we wouldn't even come out of the house to see you. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't blame them because they're elderly people and they're more prone to the virus. You know, they're probably thinking, well, if you get on a plane, you could have got it. And I mean, they even say, oh, we'll get tested when we get there. They're like, no, just stay. They're thinking about safety and taking all the precautions they can from his perspective he's thinking oh you know these are his parents they're older they could perhaps go at any time and it's been like a year now since he's seen them normally he's seen them several times already it's hard all the way around you know if you're putting off scene or doing something next year um if it's safe i'd say go ahead and do it don't delay Just go ahead and do what you want to do. Just do it now. Get it over with. So you won't have any regrets. Mm -hmm. What's something that you've accomplished that you're proud of this year? One thing that I'm proud of that happened this year is that our son graduated from high school and from the Career Center with several certifications and several accomplishments and he's head off to college and he's kept himself on track and staying focused and he's actually adapted really well to college life empty Mm -hmm. nesters for a while (laughs) so that was awesome but hey it's nice to have him home again until things get uh, straightened out again and then he goes back to college we're happy to be on and off empty nesters (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge accomplishment, being able to, you know, graduate and then off to college. And also, like you said, you're part-time empty nester, so you're still in a situation where you're in a better position than some others because some colleges just are just 100% virtual all the time. So at least he was able to be there for a little bit until, you know, things got too crazy, then they decided to do a virtual. Yeah, that was nice. And he, as an only child, he got to learn to live with other people and it was very fortunate that he got along really well with his 
flatmates. So that's something I'm proud of him for. It's the first time he's been away from home for an extended period. I think two weeks at camp was the longest that he was away from home. For me, I'm an only child as well, but the difference is like summer vacation, I'd be gone staying with some of my cousins or my aunt or uncle or something for like a month or three weeks or whatever. You know, I had that little bit of time away. It wasn't like a shock when I moved out or anything. <laughs> and so ironically, one of the things that was a huge difference was nobody was calling my name every, <laughs> well, not every minute, but calling my name all the time, right? <laughs> I know everybody's calling you <laughs> but yes yeah, so the peace was like it's so quiet <laughs> uh, the things you learn to enjoy <laughs> from the Menden Bridges family to your family we want to wish everyone a happy and joyous holiday season Hope this year ends the way that you wish it had, or even better. And going into next year, wishing you and your family all the best for 2021 and hope things are turned around for the better for all of us. The Mended Bridges podcast will return in January with brand new episodes. So please stay tuned. Stay safe and take care. Bye. Bye. We've reached the end of today's podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. Stay tuned until our next podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Mended Bridges and on Facebook at Mended Bridges Podcast. Please remember to rate us and review us wherever you listen to us. Stay safe until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>